Hello, everyone. It is Francis Rodriguez, your host on Mindset, Money, and More. Listen, this podcast was created for you if you're craving mindset, aka brain work, some real and raw money discussions, encouragement, and empowerment when it comes to total increase in every area of your life. One thing that I've learned over time by studying, following, and implementing tips, strategies, and mindset work that I've learned from top leaders and individuals all around the world is that it really all starts with mindset. The other thing that I learned is that I must be following those who have created the lifestyle that I desire and then some. Now, I want you to know that no matter what your life looks like currently, you can accomplish anything you're willing to work for. So my friend, if you're ready to do the work, I'm ready to help. Let's go. Hey, you guys, what is going on? I hope that you are having an amazing Friday so far. I wanted to come live to bring you some, um, what do I call them? Like tips, some spreadsheets, some things that I was able to use just to get on track. Because y'all, when you're not being taught certain things about money or when you're not tracking, it's really hard to get to these goals that you say you want to get to. What's up, Agatha? Hey, beautiful. Tune in, you guys. And if you have people in your life that you know they would want some tools to help them with their money journey, tap in because anyone who gets on this live and wants any of these tools that I walk through, I will send them to you for free. It's not anything you have to pay for, but these are really tools, and I'm going to be sharing my screen in just a moment, that really did help me um, track where I was at. And, you know, I talk a lot about this on my podcast, and I talk about how you cannot experience increase or um, growth in anything that you do not track, because in order to get somewhere better, you have to know where you currently are. And so you guys, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Francis. I live out in Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm originally from the East Coast. And, you know, I, for the last, what, two and a half years, but really for a long time, I've just been looking for the right information, the right people to partner with, the right things to learn, to experience increase in areas of my life where I felt like I needed some um, increase. I needed some wisdom. I, I talked about this the other day too. I needed some wisdom companions that could teach me some ways that I didn't already know. Because we have to get to this place where we understand if I knew everything that I needed to know, I would be in a better position, right or right. And so <clears throat> I've just been on this quest of like learning as much as I can, applying as much as I can as I go, because that's the other thing. For whatever reason, we've been taught that if you don't know everything, if you don't have all the pieces that you can't move forward, and that is not true. So if you take anything from this live today, I want you to take away the fact that you can take some of this information, 
you can take one of these spreadsheets and start wherever you are at. Okay, you guys, like you don't have to wait until you um, know how to make extra money. You don't have to wait until, you know, your partner's on board. You don't have to wait for your cousin. You don't have to wait. Like you can utilize any one of these tools that I'm going to walk you through today and start using them now. But the thing is, a lot of us want to wait until the right time, the, until we have it all together. And the truth is you're not going to, you're just going to have to start act like taking action. Okay. So I want you to know that this whole conversation, like it doesn't matter where you find yourself financially. Um, you could literally, what you might feel like is the worst position ever. You can really come out of anything, but I got to tell you something. You have to make this decision that you're going to come out of whatever situation that you're in. You also have to tell yourself that you're capable. I don't care if you don't believe it yet, but I want you to keep telling yourself that you're capable of getting more financially savvy in your own life. Because this is not about anybody else. This is not about making more money for somebody else. This is not about creating a budget so that someone thinks you got it together. This is about you and you becoming more financially secure in your own right. That might mean something different to a lot of us, right? Your financially secure might be, listen, I at least have some kind of a budget and I don't feel like I'm all over the place, right? Someone else's financially secure might be, I need to know what I have in every investment at every moment in time. Like it's different for everyone. And so depending on where you're starting, just know that you are capable, but also know that you have to make sure you make the decision that you're going to go on on your journey because it's going to look different for everybody. Where I, where I started is not where you're probably starting and where you're starting is not where someone, someone else is starting. So um, let's get right into it. Like I said, I just wanted to share some tools because as I was thinking about it and I've had some people ask me some questions from the last live that I did on budgeting, they were like, what do you use? Like, I don't even know where to start. And so I'm going to take a sip of my coffee and we're going to start. Okay. Make sure that if you are live, you'll, you'll know if you're live. Cause you see like a little red, a little red box. Um, but make sure you let me know if you are live, um, just comment live below, say what's up. Let me know how your day is going. How you feeling today? I'm feeling super grateful. Um, just to be alive. Cause I know not everybody got this chance today. So, or this gift, um, if you are here on replay comment or hashtag replay, I would love to say what's up to you. It doesn't matter if you're watching on Facebook live, YouTube, um, you might find yourself on a short segment on TikTok or wherever you see this, um, this video, but just let me know if you're here on replay, but let's get into it. I want to share some tools with you guys. I want to share some things that What's up? I see some some hearts, some likes. Let me know who's here. I can't see who's here um, unless I see your thing pop up. But I just want to share some tips with you for real, for real, that help, have helped me on my journey. Um, the copies that I'm going to show you are not like my actual financials, but they're just a copy. So that way, if you want a copy of anything that you see while you're on this live, I want to be able to send it to you. So just let me know um, if there's if 
if I show any uh, spreadsheet or tracking thing that I use for my finances, if you see anything that you like, just let me know. I'm more than happy to send it to you. And I can actually send you a link where you can download so many things for yourself. So listen, let's get into this because I'm going to share my screen and we're going to walk through some stuff that legit I still use every single day because what people don't realize is that your money journey, right? Like your journey to a better financial life is not just like a one day, one season kind of thing. It is like a continuous walk of I got to do better, right? It's a continuous walk of I got to make the budgets. I have to I have to say, I have to do the things that I said I was going to do. So first things first, y'all know it's all about mindset. I talk about this all the time. It's mindset, money, and more. Like your mindset is really, I know it sounds cliche, but it is what it is. It all starts and ends with a thought. So I want to share some of these affirmations because a lot of these right here, are, are things that you can really start to say to yourself. There are there are things that you can start to um, just affirm over your own life because after all, it does start with your mindset, right? I, and I want to look at the first one because this is where you have to tell yourself, like for real, I'm serious. It does not matter where you find yourself right now in this moment financially, you can choose to do better. So let's look at a couple of these. I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to read through all of them. You guys can screenshot this if you want. You can, I, I can send you the picture. It doesn't matter. Um, but let's look at a couple of them. Cause I want to break them down a little bit more than you see them on the screen. So number one, right. I experience wealth as a key part of my life. And I love this one because it's deeper than what it just says, right. It's deeper than I experience wealth as a key part of my life. You have to make the decision to want to start to experience wealth. And that doesn't mean a lot of money. Like I, if you're listening to this, I need you to get it out of your head that experiencing wealth is a, as a key part of your life means a lot of money. No, it means the right habits. It means consistency. It means knowledge that you can impart in your family. It doesn't only mean a lot of money. All right. So that's one of the reasons why I love that one. Um, another one is going to be, and I'm going to tag someone really quick, you guys. Um, another one is going to be, and, and be sure you guys tag a friend if you know that this could help them um, share this live. Because at the end of the day, if this can serve somebody else, that's what we're really here for. So Number two, another one that I love, I am capable of overcoming any money obstacles that stand in my way. So many times, you guys, this is why it is very accurate. Everything starts and ends with a thought. So you need to tell yourself that you are capable of overcoming any money obstacle that stands in your way. Here's why. We're wired to think negative thoughts, to overreact, to, to panic. And because a lot of us may have grown up, you know, in scarcity or just not taught about money or just not taught about budgeting, whatever the case is, 
a lot of times when financial things are happening, we're panicking, we're overreacting, we're like taking it to the extreme. It's the end of the world. But truly, like that saying says, if you have a problem that money can solve, it's not a problem, right? Um, and, and it may not feel like that in the moment, but when you compare that to um, uh, an illness that someone may be dealing with that money can't fix, you don't have a problem. You know what I'm saying? So understand <clears throat> and convince yourself every day, I am capable of overcoming any money obstacle that stands in my way. All right, you guys, because you really can. When you make the decision that you're going to start finding solutions when it comes to your money things that come up, I don't want to call them problems because if money can solve it, it's not, it's not that deep, right? But if you can become solution-oriented, you're going to win because you can overcome any money obstacle that stands in your way. You might have to get creative. You might have to learn something new. You might have to pick up a second gig. Whatever that is, you can really overcome it. So that's another one that I love. Here's another one that I love. I can conquer my money goals. First, you got to know what your money goals are. So maybe we might do that live at another time, but you can really conquer your money goals, but you got to see them. You got to know what they are, right or right. So here's the, the uh, another one. Today, I commit to living my financial dreams. You guys, this is a commitment. Anybody that said making more money, building wealth, getting the knowledge, hanging around the people, it is not something that happens on accident. Please get that out of your head. Don't let anybody tell you that it is on accident. You have to make a commitment that you're going to live your financial dreams. Your dreams may not look like mine and that's cool, but if you have any financial dreams, you need to commit. A lot of the times we want to do things conditionally. And I've talked about this on the podcast before. A lot of times people want to do things conditionally, especially um, working toward financial things. They do it with condition. What do I mean? You're not really committed. You just want to be motivated in the moment to do the thing. And then when the motivation fades, now you don't want to do it anymore. But you got to make a commitment because as long as you do things with condition, you're not going to get closer to where you want to go. You're not going to um, get to the savings you want to get to. You're not going to be able to take the extra trip because you're not really committed. You're just motivated in the moment. So what's the difference? When you're just motivated in the moment and you're doing things conditionally, you're not committed to your financial dream. Here's why. Because it's conditional on, oh, it got too hard. It's conditional. I'm going to do it until it gets too hard. Until somebody makes fun of me because I said I'm not going out to eat with y'all a third time this month. I'm going to do it until it requires me making some sacrifices to get to an event where there's going to be some billion dollar earners. I'm going to do it until fill in the blank. That's conditional. You will never really get to where you want to go as long as you keep doing things conditionally. Think about a relationship with a significant other because we talked about this in some of our premarital counseling. That's like saying, um, I'm going to just love you until you piss me off. I'm going to just love you until you keep not lining the shoes up. Right. Like you wouldn't want to love your partner conditionally. So why are you doing your money relationship like that? So you have to commit. So many people are afraid of commitment because guess what? You were never taught to commit. 
to anything you wanted. You were forced to commit to things you didn't want. There's a difference. But if you want some financial dreams to come true, you have to choose to commit. So I'm going to go through this last one and then let's move on to some actual tools that really do help me on a day-to-day. It might not look pretty to people, but it works, okay? So here's another one. I want more money and that's okay. Listen, a lot of us were raised with some of these things. Money don't grow on trees. I don't have it. I don't have it, right? Like it's okay. But I need you to unlearn that wanting to make more money makes you a bad person. Because truth be told, a lot more money will elevate more of who you already are. So if way more money makes you a bad person, you don't have a money problem. It's a character problem. Like it's not the money, it's the character. So I I want you to understand and making more, wanting more money for you might mean 500 extra dollars. More money for someone else might be 5,000. Wherever you stand, it's okay to want that. Because why? People want to say it's not all about the money. It's not, but money is directly associated to anything that's important in our lives, right? So it's okay to want more money. So maybe for you, your affirmations might turn into, I want more money and that's okay because I know I will give more. I want more money and that's okay because I know my children will be better off. I want more money and that's okay because then I won't be stressed about insert whatever. I want more money and that's okay because then I can pay for some date nights. I want more money and that's okay because then I know I can invest more. I want more money and that's okay because then I know my children won't have to be forced to go to public school and I can explore some private school options. I want more money and that's okay because health is wealth and I want my family to eat organic. What does that sound like for you? So you guys don't forget to tag, share, listen. Now let's move on to some actual tools. Let me know with some sevens in the comments. Is this valuable to you? Does this help you? I mean, you can keep going down the list, but you have to first make that commitment. And I don't care if you got to convince yourself every day that you're worthy of a lot of this. You are. All right. So let's move on. Um, I'm trying to, I think I put these out of order, but hang on. These are just copies that they're not like my numbers. Cause mine are way full and color coded and all this stuff. So let's start here. I talk about this all the time. Budgets, budgets are not for broke people. Let me say it again for the people in the back. Budgets are not for broke people. Okay. So back to the example of making that commitment, you have to commit to whatever whatever it is you're saying that you want. And hopefully you guys can see this. Let me know if you need me to make it bigger. I'm going to give, I know there's a couple of seconds of a delay. So if you cannot see it, let me know and I will try to increase the size. So let me know if a bigger if a bigger size would help. But we're going to talk about this budget real quick because 
So many people have such a bad relationship. Okay, Agatha says bigger, please. All right, sis, let me see what I can do here. All right, let me know if this is a little more clear. If this helps a little bit more, let's give it a couple seconds. And then just give me a comment that lets me know if this is a little bit better. And again, you guys, anything that you see on here today, I can send to you. Shoot me a DM, a private message, and just say, you know, I want the template for budgeting or I want the template for um, the money journal, whatever, whatever you see that you like, let me know. And I will send this to you because today you can make a commitment to start wherever you're at. I do not care what it looks like. That's not what it's about. It's about you making the commitment to yourself. And a lot of people want to talk about self-love and, and that's important, but self-love is discipline. It's committing to yourself. Because if you can lead you, you can help somebody else. But if you're not even leading you, it, we, we got a problem, right? All right, so let's talk about this really quick. These are just basic raw numbers because this is a copy. But I want to talk about this because a lot of people associate budgets to being broke. Can I, I say this all the time, you guys. A billion-dollar company is not just swiping stuff, paying stuff, and nobody's tracking the numbers. That's not a thing. So I want you today in your affirmations, in your commitment to say, you know what? I want to start moving like a billion dollar company because see, wealth is not the number necessarily, especially not when you're starting out. Wealth is habits from the beginning. So what habit can you build today that can help you? A budget, y'all. Budgets are not for broke people. Budgets are for business people, okay? So start thinking of yourself as a business and you deserve to know where everything is being allocated to, aka where is stuff going? So this, um, this budget I like because it breaks down so many different things. And if you're like me, I'm that person. Maybe you're not like me and that's okay. This can help you. doesn't matter what kind of personality you have. But I'm that person and I'm like, I want to see everything. I want to see how much, how good I'm doing so far. Where can I do better? I want to know where I'm at this month. Oh crap, I spent a little too much. Like, I want to see it because in awareness is not about shame. It's not about guilt. It's not about being embarrassed. In awareness, it's about power to know that I can make the next better move. Y'all with me? Drop a seven if you feel me. Doing this budget, going through these numbers for yourself, this is not about feeling shameful because you didn't know. It's not about feeling embarrassed because, oh my gosh, I, I, I need to be making some more money. It's not about guilt. It's not about any of that. It's about awareness. Because if you can look at this and say, you know what? I did spend too much money on going out to eat. I had a good time though. I was with my boo, you know what I'm saying? We took the kids out. So that's cool, but if I know that I want to do better, now I can see this and say the ball's in my court. I know that I could utilize this to make better decisions. So I love this because it's going to break down not only your annual, like an entire summary of every month, 
but you can come down here and I'm going to, hey, hey, Cindy leader. What's up, girl? I am going to see if I can condense this a little bit. All right. So I'm going to be scrolling down on this green section here. But I want you to see this, how every month it's going to track what's your beginning spending balance, what's your savings balance. But down here, you're going to be able to track all of your things. All right, you guys. So you can start off with your income. What are you making? Is it just your wages? That's cool if that's where you stand right now. Do you have some interest income coming from somewhere else? Are you getting paid any dividends? Shout out to this conversation because we just launched a stock academy. So you're going to learn about what it looks like to invest in places where you can be paid dividends. Did you get any gifts? Did, did a family member gift you anything? Is it your birthday month? Right? So you can track anything that is coming in. Now let's track what's going to go to savings. What are you allocating to your emergency fund if that's something you're working on building up? Are you allocating anything to a car replacement fund? And obviously, I love this because you can customize this. Maybe you're not working toward a car replacement fund, but maybe you're maybe that category for you might say car maintenance because you should be putting a little bit away every now and again because you know you need to get an oil change every however many thousand miles, right? You know that you need to do certain things, your brakes. And so here's a hint for you guys, when it comes to your car, you can actually go into like, what is it like the Carfax thing? And it'll tell you about every certain miles, what kind of things should be maintenance. Now that doesn't mean that you're gonna have to get that done, but if you could be thinking forward and, and it doesn't sound like a big deal, but follow me. If you know that at 50,000 miles, 100,000 miles, you likely might have to get brake pads and rotors. I don't know. I'm making this up. But if you know that those are common repairs at that mileage, instead of waiting until that time happens, right? This is about the commitment. Remember, what if you just put away $15 every month into your car maintenance fund? Wouldn't you feel a lot better if when the maintenance came, you had, I don't know, $150 already because it wasn't time yet? Wouldn't you feel better about having at least $150 to start with for a repair that might have to happen? Drop an eight if you feel me. Wouldn't you feel a little bit better? Because it's about the habit, the commitment. You guys, we spend $15 on random things. So if you know, like, hey, my car is a little bit older, it's going to need some maintenance, this is where you start to think ahead because you need transportation. You got to get to and from work. You got to get the kids to and from sports. So while $15 a month sounds like very little, it's the commitment, it's the habit that you're building. And when you find yourself with an extra 10 or an extra 20, give it an assignment Put it in the car maintenance fund. Put it in the retirement fund. Put it in the education fund. Whatever your categories are. Now your expenses, you guys. Well, actually, I would in order, I would do the, exp the expenses first, obviously, right? But this is just a copy. You guys can customize this if you want the template, however you want. But now let's talk about this part. So this part right here is going to be your expenses, right? The roof over your head. What, what is that number? 
electricity, gas, oil, water, sewage, trash, phone, cable, all the things, internet, maintenance, right? Your daily living. How much are you spending on some of these things? Sometimes you're overspending because you don't even realize how much you've been spending, right? Personal supplies. A lot of times you will buy things that you don't use for two or three months, right? Month three comes and then you need to bust out the new whatever. Instead of doing that, why not allocate some of that money to something else that takes priority? And then when it's time to, to rebuy that personal thing, you rebuy it. So this is about awareness, you guys. So go ahead and go through your daily living. Children, you guys, if you have multiple children, this can help you to make sure that you're tracking this appropriately, to make sure that you're not losing your mind because, you know, one of the kids have a birthday coming up. Let's say they're uh, right now we're in what? Uh, September. Let's say they have a November birthday coming up. What would it look like if you said, hey, all right, we have a November birthday coming up. Let's put it in here. Uh, this is how much we ideally want to spend. And now that you're in September, you can start to allocate little bits of money when you have extra to that number you said you need to get to. It's September. If the birthday's not till November, what if you just did 50 bucks here, 25 there, and 30 there. Boom, we got the number. Instead of now in the last minute, it's crunch time. You had some other things come up and now you're trying to take a hundred or whatever the number is from something else that's also important to you, right? So this is about the awareness, the commitment, the habit. School lunch, tuition, whatever you got going on. Transportation. How much are you spending on car payments? How much are you paying for fuel? Have you have you had any repairs to do? Do you know of any repairs that are coming? Um, your registration, you guys, if you're in the state of Indiana, really in any state, you can pretty much create an online login for your BMV or your DMV, depending on where you're at. And if you go to where it says vehicle registrations, you can actually see the price of what it's going to cost you when renewal comes up. Here's a nugget for you. If I know that when my renewal to my Jeep comes up, it's $174 next year, right? Catch this. I can input that $174 for September of next year. And now I could say, you know what? I have um, my renewals coming up. I have it already in here, okay? So if I know that it's $174 and I basically have, let's say 11 months because it's next September, but you can see that on your online account to your DMV or your BMV. They, they show you the total for what your renewal is going to be when it comes back up. So if I know, because I know mine, I literally looked at it. It already has the $174 that it's going to be next year. So instead of being reactive, I could be proactive. And if I know it's $174, but it's not for 11 more months, if I divide 174 by 11 months, you guys, that just means putting away basically $16 a month. And then come September next year, the money's already there. Is this helpful for anybody? Do you guys see like where you can start to change your, your thoughts, where you can start to plan a little bit, even if you don't have a lot of money right now? I think $16 extra a month is feasible so that when your registration comes up, you're not trying to like, oh, shoot, 
174 at one time. That's still not a big deal. But for somebody who maybe you're the only income, that could be a big deal for you. That could help you feel a little more secure in your money. If you can see it all laid out, right? So that's just another example. And then, of course, if you go down some more, you have healthcare, um, emergency things, uh, regular visits. If you know you have a copay for the dentist and you're going to the dentist in November, put the copay down. Like just get better at taking some time out, a couple minutes every weekend and, and updating some things, right? Um, insurance, education, your obligations, student loans, whatever that looks like for you. But I don't know about you. Drop some eights if that was helpful. If you guys see, like, I had to change my thinking so that I wasn't that person that I used to be and was panicking when financial things were coming up or was getting stressed out when financial things were coming up. Because then it also gives me a chance to say, you know what, Francis, if you have all this coming up in February, right? Okay, that means that. October, November, December, I have to be more mindful. I have to make a little more money. I have to put more money away because I know those things are coming up. Because you guys, sometimes you're going to have months in your life where you you have more financial obligations than, than the money you're bringing in. But if you know that four months in advance, you can plan better. You can spend less money October, November, December. Don't go crazy on Christmas presents. They don't even care about two weeks later. You can do less of that so that when that financial time comes up, you're better prepared. So you guys, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on this um, spreadsheet, but I, I'm seeing some eights. I'm assuming that was helpful just to see where my thought process is at, because this is exactly what I'm doing. I'm putting $16 away every month so that when my car registration comes up next year, I'm ready. Boom. The 175 is there. I'm not tripping. It's there. But it's the habit. Because because anybody could put away $16 a month. Can we not? We're adults. And so I just, I, I want you to be more mindful so that you can have less stress. And then you could channel that energy somewhere else. And this was learned, you guys. I wasn't taught to do this, but I, I couldn't keep using the excuse of nobody taught me this. So, all right, you guys. So that's one template that I really love. Now, um, there's, you know, a more basic one that you can use. This is just called like a financial plan summary. You could just do your total income, your total expenses. What are you left with at the end of the month? And let me see. Uh, I'm going to try to make this bigger because I know it was like really small on the screen. And these are just basic numbers as an example, you guys, because this is a copy. This is what a copy will look like um, if you want it. And then you can just go in and make your own copy, edit it, do whatever. Um, but this would be a basic one. Like if you're like, whoa, the other spreadsheet's too much for me. I need to start somewhere different. This is just basic. You can even do this on with pencil and paper. And this would just be your income minus your expenses. What are you left with for the month to work with, right? Um, but I do like the other one because it gives you an idea of where can you cut some costs? Where can you uh, cut costs and then take that money and put it somewhere else, right? But if you need something this basic, you can do this on your own, right? What's your income? What are your like actual expenses that are necessities? And then that's what you're left to work with for the month. And that number will tell you, oh my gosh, I got to make some more money, right? So, and sometimes you're going to be in a season where, um, you just need to become more mindful of spending. And then you're going to be in some seasons where you got to be more mindful of spending and you got to make some more money. Anybody ever been there? I have seasons like that where I'm like, whoa, you know, I, I, I need to be smarter with the money 
but I also know that I need to make more money for that financial dream and commitment that I, I made to myself. So this is another basic one that you can be using. Um, here's another one that I really like, which is kind of like your, your I, I guess your net worth, but in a very like simple, broken down kind of way. Uh, I'm a spreadsheet person. I don't know. You you might not be, and that's okay. But this works for me, right? What assets do you have? Value, what liabilities, credit cards, student loans, other loans, mortgages. Uh, and really, you can kind of insert this into the other spreadsheet if you you are want to get creative and have everything in one place. Um, but you guys, I love that this says mortgage because if you don't own a home yet, do not feel bad. Do not let anyone feel make you feel bad because you don't own a home yet. Because a home, unless it's making you money, is still a liability. And, you know, some people may argue this. They may not agree with this. And that's okay. I'm not here to create any kind of whatever. I'm just here to keep it real with you. I know people that are always like, well, I I'm still renting. And like, they, they say that feeling bad about it. And I'm like, cancel, cancel, cancel. Because at the end of the day, I don't care how anybody sees it. You do not own your home if, still, if you still make mortgage payments. You hold the keys and the monthly payment, but you don't own it. The bank owns it. Whoever your lender is owns that property. And so understand that um, it don't feel bad when, when people ask you where you live and, and you tell them that you're renting. Be proud of that. Say, I'm in a season where renting is smarter for my family and I'm cool with that. And say it with some confidence because this world will have you tripped up thinking you need to be doing something everybody else is doing. And this is not that. You need to be doing whatever you need to be doing. And at the end of the day, if that home is not making you any kind of money, it's not an asset. It's a liability. So anyway, I wanted to point that out because I've had conversations with a couple people and you guys are like feeling bad or sounding really down because you don't own a home yet. And it's like that might be your financial dream. So let's get to work. But at the end of the day, don't feel bad. Because it's not an asset unless it's making you some money. So this is another way you can do some tracking. I want to show you guys um, one of my other, two of my other favorite, favorite things. And one of them is the money journal. Let me make this real big. If you are a person <laughs> and this, I feel like this has been all of us at one point in time. But if you are a person that spends a lot of money and maybe you are that person that likes retail therapy, maybe you're that person that like impulsively buys things, this is such a good way to become aware of your spending. And it's all right, you guys, because if you don't start to address it now, you're just going to have a harder time later. Just start to do the things now. This is such a good way to figure out why am I really spending money? Why did I buy that thing? So what you do is whenever you buy an item, obviously that's not on the necessity list, like your food and things like that. But anytime that you are buying an item, right? You can type in what it is here. Let's say you bought a Gucci bag, right? You're gonna put the price. I don't even know what they cost because I don't buy them, but let's just say it's $1,000. And then you can come in here and put, what was your experience before you bought it? Um, I saw it. I needed it. I needed it. 
I want it, right? <laughs> Maybe that's how you felt when you saw it. And then what's your experience after you bought it? Let's say you evaluate this a month later, wore it once, didn't leave the house, <laughs> didn't leave the house much, okay? So realistically, if you're not where you want to be with your money yet, now you have a, a clear moment of awareness on, dang, did I really need that or or did I just want it? Like, this is just inventory for you. Okay. So this is helpful because it makes you aware of what are the things you're buying? How did you feel before you bought them? And how did you feel after? If you notice that where it says experience before I bought it, you were mad and you got in a fight with your spouse and then you went and spent some money on something, you have something to work with. You got work to do. You need to learn how to emotionally regulate and channel that into other positive things to do. So this is just a, 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 like a journal for awareness. And you can even do this on pencil and paper. You don't need a sheet like this, but I use sheets for everything. So this could be something to help you. And then last, you guys. So, I mean, it seems kind of funny and cliche, but like it could really help you. Next, I want to talk to my working people. Where are my people at that have careers? Drop an eight in the comments if you're a person with a career. It's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with a job. I always advocate for you to have more than one way to make money, but there's nothing wrong with it. So drop an eight if you are a working person on here. I'm going to give you some sauce in a second. Where are my working people at? I know this is kind of delayed, so I can't see all the comments like right away. I'm going to give it a couple of seconds for my working people. Okay, we got some working folks on the line. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Look, you got to get it how you get it. Just have more than one way or be open-minded to... Um, to more than one stream. All right. So this is for you. I know this might seem like you, you might already do a version of this at work, but here's the thing that we got to realize for the first time in a long time, you as an employee have a lot more leverage in this economical time we're in. I'm trying to find my words. <laughs> You have the ability, companies need people right now. I'm going to keep it real. Some companies are laying people off, but there are companies that need you as the good employee that you are. And as an employee, we have to realize we sign a contract. We also have rights. But so many times we feel like, oh, because they're the ones that hired us. Cool. I'll take the money. It works. But truth be told, you have rights as an employee. And one of your rights is to negotiate your salary on an ongoing basis. So I'm going to give you a tip. If you don't already track your successes at work, you can even do this for your business so that you can have things to celebrate as you go through your journey. But this, if you work a job, needs to be something that you do. I don't care if it's a, a small win. I don't care if it's a, a big thing that you helped another line of business with. I don't care if you um, if there was a, a client or a customer that you helped them overcome a really difficult problem on the phone. 
I don't know what your job is, so I don't know what you do. But I do know that you need to be tracking your wins, big and small. Because when it comes time for salary negotiation, when it comes time for your annual review, when it comes time for your biannual performance, whatever they call them, you should be able to come to the table and negotiate that raise. And, and people won't do it. They'll, your, your, your supervisor, whoever gives you your review might say, yeah, you know, we're giving out a uh, 0.6, <laughs> I don't even know, 6% raises or, or 1%. And I'm sorry, but if you've been killing it all year, you better not just take that 1% without saying nothing. But a lot of people take the 1% and don't say anything because they don't track their progress. So how can you experience increase in something you're not tracking? So I need you. And if you haven't done this, do this for the last quarter of the year. Because guess what? Performance reviews are coming up for a lot of us. And I need you to be able to come to the table and say, you know, thank you so much for all of those wonderful comments. I will work on X, Y, and Z, whatever the, the area of opportunity was at. You need to... You need to come to the table and say, you know, thank you so much for that. I, I've been tracking my progress as I do every year. I love what I do. And I just would like to bring to light some of the some of the wins that I've experienced in this role and that I've been able to contribute my value to. And if I could be very honest, um, I deserve more than a 1% raise. And some people are afraid to say that, but you guys, if they don't want to pay you, somebody else will. But so many times, even as employees, we, we function out of scarcity that we're afraid to ask. And it's like, baby, no, because at the end of the day, if you, with your experience, went to another company, now you're external, they're going to pay you more. When you're internal, they're giving you a different kind of raise. And we can have a whole different conversation about like the employee mindset and being able to come to the table negotiating, right? But at the end of the day, if you have proof of your progress, you can come to the table and ask for some more money. Now, if they don't give it to you, you make a decision for yourself. Is it time to move on to another career? Because I've seen for the last two years, they haven't been willing to give me more of a raise, even though I came to the table with my accomplishments. It might be time for me to go to another company. And that's okay. Listen, long gone are the days where we're just finding a company and staying there forever. You need to come to the table and say, you know what? Um, I've, I've impacted this company in such a phenomenal way this year. And I'm super proud of that. I love that I get to work for a place that, you know, um, that I can bring all of my value to, that I can learn new things at. But I just wanted to highlight some of these accomplishments. I'm really proud of them. Come, come to the table ready with your sheet. Because when they see this person is serious about what they bring to the table, how could they not take you more serious? And if they don't, and you see this is a pattern, you got to go, baby. You got bills to pay. You got financial dreams to get to. And I promise you, if they're not wanting to pay you, someone else will. Or hell, go pay yourself if it's that time. 
So I just, I, I want you to get more mindful of this because so many people are so afraid to, to ask for more money. You guys, I got, I got an offer with, with my career that I'm in now and I didn't like it and I wasn't about to take it. And it delayed me starting by like a month and a half. And that's okay. I know that I'm worth more than that number. Here are my accomplishments. Here's why. Here's what I bring to the table. Here's my experience. Here's, here's my experience outside of this role, but with transferable skills. That's not good enough for me. But it all starts with awareness. It all starts with your affirmations. It starts with the mindset to know that you can level up financially. So this was actually the last tool that I wanted to show you guys. I know that we've been on here for like 45 minutes, um, but I really did want to take that time to really highlight and just give you um, some of the tools, like I said, that that worked for me. They've been working for me. And, you know, truth is you just have to get to a place where your mindset says, listen, I know that I want better. I'm willing to do better. And you start. But here's the thing. A lot of people want to wait to start. They want to wait till they're making more money. They want to wait until all the things. So they get a new supervisor. No, you can literally start today with wherever you're at. Even if you're in the negative in your checking account, you could literally start where you're at today. Okay. I might be in the negative in my checking account right now. All right. So this is awareness. I put out all my numbers out there. What can I do this weekend that helps my situation? I could go DoorDash. I can go Instacart. I could go Amazon Flex. I can go Grubhubbing. If I got kids, I could go, you know, Uber Eats or whatever. But don't sit back and just let your financials just happen. Get aware. Figure out where you're at. Think about where you want to go. And if you think about it long enough, and you do a lot of the right things, and you establish some really good habits, that's wealth for you. The knowledge, the habits, the actions you're taking that your kids are watching, that's wealth. It's not just, hey, you know, I have 200000 in investments. It starts with the smaller things compounded over time. So, that is it in terms of resources and things that I use that I think could help you. Um, but let's open it up for a quick Q&A. Do you guys have any questions? Can I help you with anything? Is there anybody on here, whether you're watching live or you're on the replay, that wants any of these templates? Um, let me know. Let me know where you guys stand. I'm going to, there's a delay on here from like StreamYard to Facebook and YouTube. So let me know if you guys have questions, drop them in the comments. Don't be afraid. Listen, everybody started somewhere with their, um, with their money situation. And if somebody can sit here and say like, oh, I've always had it all figured out. They lying. <laughs> I call it bull. Okay. They're lying. It's okay to recognize where you are because with awareness comes the ability to choose to do different. But if you're not aware, if you don't track, you can't experience increase, period. All right, let's read through these comments. I see some coming through. Hold on. Yes, Laura, it is so important. Agatha says, please send me 
templates and also calendar availability. Okay, cool. I got you. Uh, Laura says, I need templates, but they overwhelm me. It's okay. Start with what is doable for you. So for you, it might be at first using the more simple one. I'm going to track everything that's coming in and then I'm going to track everything that's going out. Even better, start with your bank statements, right? Print those bank statements out, get two highlighters. I talk about this all the time too. And maybe start there before you even go to a spreadsheet. Start with the bank statements, highlight one color, everything that came in credit wise, income, and then take another color, all the expenses, things that are necessities. And you could even do a third color and do things that aren't a necessity, but money was spent on them. And then maybe create your categories out of that. That may work better for you if spreadsheets overwhelm you. I'll still send them to you, but you can play around with them, simplify them if you need to. Don't feel like they have to look like mine. Mine are like OCD crazy, but it's what works for me. Um, but don't feel like like yours got to look like that. Girl, you do what works for you. You do whatever's going to bring them awareness and you start from there. So yeah, start from there. And then if you're like, okay, I see where I'm at. I'm ready to like take another step. I'll, I can send you the template and you can give it a go put your numbers in. But if that's going to be overwhelming, start with what you know that you're going to actually do. Um, let's see. Any other questions? Oh, I see some more comments. Yep. Yep. So start. Yep. Start with your statements. Then you can go back and yes, they really are helpful. Once you start doing them, it's like, it's, just like anything else, the more you do it, the more you practice, you're not always going to get it right. You're going to overspend, but then you can see it, which is the main goal here is to be able to see it so you can do something about it the next go round. Um, all right, let's see. Okay, you guys, I don't see any new questions, but yeah, if you guys found this helpful, I know it's a little longer than I intended it to be. Tag a friend, share this with someone. It could help them, especially if they're in a place where they're just like, I don't even know where to start. I don't know where to start. I need some help. I don't have all the answers. I really don't. I just am doing things that have worked for us. I'm doing things that someone else referred to me. So just know that you can start wherever you're at. I love you guys. I hope you got value out of this. If you did, share, tag a friend, and I will talk to you all very, very soon. Oh, by the way, drop any future topics you might want to learn more about because I'm going to be bringing you guys a lot more content. So drop any topics you guys feel like you want to learn more about and we will chat soon. Bye, everyone. Mindset Money and More is going to be a weekly podcast where I'll be sharing tips, strategies, interviewing amazing guests from all around the world that are amazing at what they do and also be sending you out tips personally to help you along your journey because after all any area that you want to experience increase in is going to require you working on your mindset my hope is to really bring my passion and my expertise especially when it comes to financial services and helping others develop so that i can really empower educate and help lead others into their next level of increase. Follow me on social media at Mindset Money and More or at www.mindsetmoneymore.com and feel free to subscribe, rate, and comment on all podcast apps.